This is Points North, a show from Interlochen Public Radio, where we hear about life in northern Michigan through the news, the people, and the places. I'm your host, Dan Wanshura. Coming up later on the show, we'll hear about the new art in Traverse City's Clinch Park Tunnel. Uh, some of the images that you're going to see in there, there you'll see one with a little girl. There's uh, several uh, arrows behind her. That's an image taken from the Yowing Museum. Plus, Election Day is Tuesday. IPR's News Director Noel Riley tells us what to expect. But first, we're going to dive into what's happening with the early childhood ballot proposal in Leelanau County. A program that's been providing services to young children for 20 years is now out of money. Supporters are asking the community to pay a five-year tax that would keep it afloat. But some say the services overlap with other government programs. Interlock and Public Radio's Taylor Wisner reports. Research shows the first five years of a child's life are critical to their development and can have lifelong effects. So Leelanau County is asking residents to pay a tax. It will continue funding a program supporters claim will help children ages 0 to 5 in the county. If passed, it would raise about $3.5 million for services. Those services include organized playgroups, home visits with health professionals, and access to mental health counseling for parents. Cedar resident Nikki McHugh used the program when raising her two sons. She moved to the area 13 years ago without family or close friends nearby. So she relied on the early childhood programs with other parents, and health workers stopped by when she was overwhelmed. My home coordinator arrived with me in pretty much every state you can think of, you know, from my house being all nice and neat and everything being pulled together to tears and um, exhaustion, you know, and my house is messy. McHugh says the monthly visits gave her personalized support. She couldn't get anywhere else. She found the healthcare facilitators so helpful. She even met with them while she was still pregnant with her second child. I don't think she teaches everybody baby massage, but that was something I was interested in when when he was a newborn, and I mentioned it, and the next time, um, the next few times, she would come and guide me through baby massage, you know, to help his, you know, his stomach get comfortable or to help him get sleepy. Jennifer Murray is a nurse and has worked with parents in the program. Often, it's just the basic things that mothers need help with, she says. So working on that bonding, just how to hold your baby, when to hold your baby, you know, how to deal with a baby who's nonstop crying. You know, just some of those things. Um, Safe sleep is huge. Murray says the visits help families deal with behavior or health issues in ways that can't be done at a doctor's office or in preschool. It allows that home visitor to really assess the whole entire environment that that family is living in. Supporters say the program is preventative and will save the county money in the future. Children who went through early childhood programs were less likely to have substance abuse, criminal arrests, and teen pregnancies. But the millage doesn't have everyone's support. Three of the Leelanau County commissioners are against the millage, saying it would cause a duplication of services. Families below a certain income have access to Head Start and can get home care through the health department during the infant's first year. To address community questions, a few supporters like Murray hosted a public event at the Cherry Republic in Glen Arbor earlier this week. The crowd of a dozen people skewed older, and most were already in favor of the tax. 
But Kelly Claire of Cedar hadn't made her mind up yet. She wanted to know how the program would be measured in terms of its success. My own personal concern is transparency of government, that the money is well used, that there isn't any wasted funding. And I think another thing that was a concern of mine is is it equitable? Can anyone take advantage of these services? She says that's what community is for. For Points North, I'm Taylor Wisner. This is Points North. I'm Dan Wanshura. Election Day is Tuesday. IPR's Noel Riley joins me in studio to talk about what's on the ballot. Hi, Noel. Hi, Dan. It's not a big election year, but there are still a number of issues that will be on ballots throughout the region. We just heard about the early childhood proposal in Leelanau County. But there's other initiatives that affects kids. Uh, what are some of those? Well, there's one in particular that would bring over $47 million to the Benzie County Central School District through a millage. Hmm. The district is asking voters to approve an increase of less than a half a mil from current tax rates to fund the millage. If approved, the money would help with infrastructure needs of the district. Things like building a new school, fixing some of the heating and cooling systems, and leaky roofs. Here's District Superintendent Matt Olson. You can't have a roof that leaks. Likewise, you've got to have HVAC systems, heating systems that keep the building at a comfortable temperature that's well ventilated and healthy. Now, this was on the ballot in May and lost by only 100 votes. Oh, wow. Noelle, what about Traverse City? Uh, What's going on there? Well, let's start with the mayoral race. Shea O'Brien is 32, and he's taking on incumbent Jim Carruthers. He's a Traverse City native and went to Central High School. He's currently working for Barrett's Fresh Market, and this is his first time running for office. Now, Carruthers is in his second term as mayor. He's lived in the city for 30 years. He was a city commissioner, and he also served as a park and recs commissioner. Okay, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. Uh, What about the open city commissioner seats? The Traverse City Commission is made up of six commissioners and one mayor. There's four open seats, and eight people are vying for those positions. I should note that there's no term limits for the city commissioners or the mayor. Noel, there's one more thing on the Traverse City ballot that I want you to explain. It's called uh, Proposal 1. What is it? Proposal 1 asks voters to approve money from the Brown Bridge Trust Fund. Basically, the fund is oil and gas royalties from the Brown Bridge Quiet Area. It's a 1,300-acre parkland area in East Township, and it's public land. Traverse City Clerk Benjamin Marantet outlines the important parts of the ballot initiative. It says that any dollar amount in excess of $12 million in that trust fund, which right now it's at $12 million, over the next five years, so it could be used for uh, capital improvements to parks, so to buy things like playground equipment, install trails, or to acquire parkland. So the voters are basically saying yes or no to the money. Also, the proposal does not raise taxes in any way. Good to know. Uh, There's a lot more that will appear on ballots that we can't cover here, but where can people go to find out more info about their particular precinct? Sure, voters can go to the Michigan Voter Information Center online to find ballot initiatives for their precinct. They basically put in their name, their driver's license number, their address, and then it'll show voters exactly what they are going to vote on on Election Day. All right. IPR's Noelle Riley. Noelle, thanks. Thank you. I'm Dan Wanshura. This is Points North. Now, new art in Traverse City. 
A ribbon-cutting ceremony was held earlier this week for new murals installed in the Clinch Park Tunnel downtown. Now, the art honors Anishinaabe people, indigenous to the region, specifically the Grand Traverse Band of Ottawa and Chippewa Indians. IPR's Kay LaFond was there. Mazinaden, the name of the new exhibition, translates to Make an Image in Anishinaabe Moen. The project is a collaboration between the Traverse City Arts Council and the Grand Traverse Band of Ottawa and Chippewa Indians. Tribal Chairman Sam McClellan said walking through Clinch Park Tunnel was awesome. We're very proud of our nation, very proud of our people, and we're very proud to be here. Actually, we're proud that you're here in our land. Thank you. The murals are gorgeous, and it would take hours in the tunnel to truly appreciate every detail. Painted by artist Bobby McGee Lopez in close collaboration with the Grand Traverse Band, the murals depict the tribe's history and culture with people, plants, animals, and symbols. Traverse City Mayor Jim Carruthers also spoke at the event. He said the city commission spent the morning with the tribal council, just getting to know each other better. They're an important part of our community, and sometimes part of our community that we don't pay much attention to, except when it comes time for them to write a check. The tribe helped finance the murals, just like they've helped finance numerous community projects over the years. They set aside 2% of their gaming revenue for that purpose. After the speakers, there was music. At one time, there was already Anishinaabe art at this location near the mouth of the Boardman River, which is culturally significant to the tribe. But it was painted over during a 2013 tunnel remodel. Arlene Cachada, a Grand Traverse Band citizen, thinks the new murals are really beautiful. So I'm grateful to be here today and see this grand opening that honors our people that have been here from the beginning. So miigwech. Miigwech means thank you. For Points North, I'm Kay LaFond. And that's the show this week. I'm Dan Wanshura. Noel Riley is our executive producer. Tune in to Points North every Friday on Interlochen Public Radio or listen online anytime at pointsnorthradio.org.